0: Well, welcome back again this week. The two major American political parties that have stood the test of time started out calling themselves the Republican Party. The Jacobin influence started us on the road to political parties, which George Washington abhorred and realized would become a serious problem with people putting party above country. John Adams also pointed out that there is nothing which I dread so much as a division of the Republic into two great parties, each arranged under its leader and concerting measures in opposition to each other. This, in my humble apprehension, is to be dreaded as the great political evil under our Constitution." This was the direction the Jacobin democratic societies took the young nation. Recall in episode 11 they formed a party promoting democracy necessitating a party in opposition called the Federalists. This initial Republican Party evolved into the Republican Democrats and finally the Democrat Party. It was a process of moving people from adhering to a Republican system into support for democracy. Republican, then Republican Democrat, and finally simply Democrat. Quoting Adams again, Democracy never lasts long. It soon wastes, exhausts, and murders itself. There never was a democracy that did not commit suicide. We also learn about democracy from our enemies. Marx and Engels told us in the Communist Manifesto, the first step in the revolution of the working class is to raise the proletariat to the position of ruling class to win the battle for democracy. Now, some translations say to win the battle of democracy. Regardless, the first step is to establish a democracy. From there, they control the masses through organizations and propaganda, which will lead ultimately to a totalitarian state, whether under a Napoleon or Lenin in any country. But we know the long goal is a world government. Now, the Second Republican Party came about as the result of the communist leader Horace Greeley, meeting with one of his ex-employees, Alvin E. Beauvais, in New York in 1852. At this meeting, they planned for a new party they felt was needed. Uh, Greeley suggested the name of the Republican Party, harking back to the original Jacobin name. Alvin Beauvais got his early start in politics behind the scenes working at the Young America newspaper. Beauvais was involved in the National Reform Organization as its secretary in 1848. The association had ties to the Carab- uh, Carbonary Young America group and membership included Chartist revolutionaries who had immigrated from Great Britain. One of the leaders of the NRA was Gilbert Vale, who published the newspaper Citizen of the World. Beauvais moved from the staff of Young American Newspaper to that of Greeley's New York Tribune. Beauvais then moved out to Ripon, Wisconsin to one of the communes established by Greeley's organization, the American Union of Associations. The commune was called Ceresco. Organization meetings were held in Ripon with commune leaders and local people, and on March 20, 1854, the party was established locally. It it did have a five-member committee running it, which included Beauvais and the communist Jacob Woodruff. Beauvais informed Greeley of the party's founding, and the ball started to roll with promotion by Greeley in almost the entire radical apparatus in the country, mostly in the North and Midwest. Very rapidly, a new national organization grew up calling itself the Wide Awake Republicans, which was run behind the scenes by a secret society headed up by the detective, Alan Pinkerton. This organization helped build the party. Alan Pinkerton had fled Britain because of his founding of a Chartist group, the Glasgow Democratic Club, and the British were arresting the Chartists' most radical leaders. Once Pinkerton had settled in America, he started to work helping the terrorist, John Brown. Pinkerton's detective agency used the all-seeing eye as its logo, and this is where the saying of Private Eye came about to denote a detective. The Wide Awake awake Republicans' acronym was WAR, W-A-R. They wore uniforms and trained as a militia. They not only worked to build the Republican Party, they also agitated in the North to bring about the Civil War. They marched publicly, but met secretly. The symbol of the eye was used on the certificates issued by war clubs to certify membership as well as on their banners. Another group that helped build the Republican Party was the German Turner Organization. The Turners were a second generation Illuminist group that was active on German campuses especially. As German immigration to the United States grew as a result of the failures of the revolutions of 1848 and 1849 in Germany, the Turner Organization grew in America. Most did not hide their socialist or communist basis. The Constitution of the Milwaukee Turners declared in favor of the, quote, red flag of socialism, unquote. And in 1850, the New York Socialist Turners was formed. There's a great deal of background of the Turners in my book, and there's no doubt that the Turners sprang out of the Illuminati. The Turners, like the war group, formed militias, which they trained up and at the beginning of the Civil War, constituted the bulk of the Union Army in the first several months. These were the grassroots of the Republican Party in its early years. Men like Lincoln did not become part of the Republican Party until well after its formation, when the Whig Party dissolved. The true beginnings of both Republican parties has been purged from the history books. They both evolved out of the same radical force. Now there's a great deal more to this. Pages of it in my book to prove the origins of the Republican Party, which once read, can be verified to a great extent online once you know what questions to ask. The socialist radicals of the day rallied to the Republican banner, and the party took on a northern appearance due to the adoption of the radical abolitionist position among its adherents, which included the come outer position of coming out of the Union. In other words, we had a slave country, so we're gonna come out of the country, gonna come out of the Union in support of abolishing slavery. Now, the northern minions of the conspiracy withdrew from the established parties to a great extent, except for the Democrats, which accelerated the rise of the Republican Party. There was really no other place to go and no other leadership to give the people a real choice or chance. Next week, we talk about the buildup for the Civil War.